Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwaterflame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Grand Terra Shadowfront. I'm John. I'm your game master for the evening. Joining me today is Jeremy. Hi, my name is Jeremy, uh, and I am original Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy Jordan is clearly a clone. Uh, talk to Serge about it. He knows what's up. Uh, and I am playing uh, Ariel, um, uh, Asmar Gunslinger. And William. <laughs> Hi, I'm William, and I am playing Valdez Stonebeard, the Dwarven Samurai, and this is going to be a trip. And Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron. I am playing Carolina, uh, the a barbarian made of magic anger, and she's a human. And Mara? Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Titania Valkorian, a Ladrin Druid Princess. And Cody? Hi, I'm Cody. I'm playing Ithram Hobgoblin War Wizard Ithram Volar, and once I get access to the clone spell, I will have an assistant named Surge. <laughs> yes! yes! Hell yes! And Nikki? Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm playing in a game with multiple dungeon masters, but at least not all running at the same time, and I'm playing Scuzz, your goblin! <laughs> ah! Please, please, Scuzz is his own goblin. <laughs> Nobody owns Scuzz. He is a goblin of the people. <laughs> and Jack. Hi, everybody. I'm Jack. I'm playing Ghent Minar, the half-elf spell slinger. And all due respect to Surge, I'm actually the one that clones Scarlett Johansson. And with... <laughs> I just want to let the audience know how much it hurt me to go out of order just to make Jack the last person. <laughs> <laughs> Because I have a system where I, I do things very symmetrically when I go through the thing, and I intentionally fucked that up, and it hurt me. <laughs> you took second damage. You deserve some chocolate. Help yourself. It hurt. Anyways, when last we left off, uh, the Steel Hearts had decided on a next on their next mission, which uh, would be tomorrow after the current festivities in the city end. They're going to be uh, working as guards on an experimental airship flight uh, that will be taking off from the upper airship landing up at the airship control authority, or at the air control authority in Turam. But in the meantime, Titania is going to a place. Yes. 
So, Titania, you've, you have made your way across the Gentis uh, uh, to the Red Light District and find yourself standing outside what a fairly palatial-looking building that appears to be two buildings sort of attached to each other. Um, they have two different entrances, two different signs, but the overall aesthetic seems to have blended together. Uh, the building itself is designed in such a way as to look almost alive. Uh, like the... As if it was constructed from living elementals. Uh, the, the, the roof... That sort of there's a there's a design on the roof that looks kind of like a licking flame that goes from one end of the roof to the other end and seems to be made of actual fire or at least it looks that way. The uh, the walls are this this uh, particular configuration of stone that looks as if it's actually was was uh, grown ra- or, or formed rather than like put down by people's hands. Uh, the the there is this ever present like wind blowing around it causing these wind chimes hanging to ring a fairly melodious background music to it uh, and there are two entrances one that enters into the gin and tonic d-j-i-n-n and one that enters into the ifriti time we touch i'm going to the gin and tonic all right so you enter into the door of the gin and tonic inside you see uh, a fairly uh, interesting and unique sight there are a number of patrons here this is a this is a upscale uh, uh, bar uh, where they have a variety of food and drink and some entertainment and it seems that all of the wait staff are elementals uh, you see various configurations of earth, water, fire, wind all around uh, serving drinks, uh, uh, cooking food. Uh, there is a fire elemental. There is, there, is a, there is it looks like a wildfire in the kitchen, but it is contained into a physical form. Um, there is a water elemental at the bar that is currently very, like, very artfully uh, uh, uh uh, pouring and mixing drinks um, and it's a very surreal almost uh, or actually just actually surreal uh, environment as you step into it uh, notable figures are uh, at the bar in, next, in addition to the chain in addition to the the water elemental at the bar there is a changeling and you know it's a changeling because they are in their natural form which is very unusual for changelings um, they they have this sort of this very uh, bluish gray skin tone uh, and uh, sort of silver pupils with no irises, uh, uh, a white white haired uh, undercut, wearing a wearing a very nice dress um, with some jewelry on the neck and and, and on the rings, uh, sitting at the bar. Uh, are sort of leaning on the bar from the other side, uh, chatting with uh, what appears to be a fire ganasi, who is also sitting at the bar. Um, the fire ganasi uh, is wearing a very nice suit, like sort of like what you would imagine a traditional sort of noble attire to be in the city. Um, dark red skin, as I'm looking for my character to describe it really quick. In the M's. 
Why can't I find the thing that I made? <laughs> I have apparently passed over it like five times. Pause while I look for a thing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is why, the pause button. Ooh, this is pretty. Why? Why can't I find what should stand out very much? <laughs> I'm going insane, everybody. Congratulations, you get to watch it live. Have as, fun. As I am staring at a list of things that should contain a figure. Sort by alphabetical. It is sorted by alphabetical. There she is. Okay, I'm not crazy. I'm just bad at this. Um, so, so uh, uh, light red skin, uh, hair that sort of looks almost like a wildfire itself, the sort of standing up and back, uh, dark blue and black outfit uh, with many with a ring on every finger, uh, as well as. Uh, piercings in the eyebrows and a big nose ring just sort of leaning on the table with a with a with a with a leaning on the desk on the on the bar with a with a goblet and there those are sort of the two most notable figures everyone else is sort of fairly you know your average bar to customers that would come to a place like this mm -hmm. uh i go up um and sit at the bar next to them and looking around, uh, how much do things cost here? Because I don't have that much money left. The ch sort of looking at on the book. Give me a table. give me an investigation check, really okay. quick. Okay, I'm As really good at investigation, and by really good, I mean very bad. Uh, that's a nine. All right. Uh, the cheapest thing that you can see is two gold. Ooh. Okay. Well. Hmm. I'll put down 20 silver for that. Um, can I get one of those? Uh, so the, the changeling sort of uh, holds up a finger towards the person you're just talking to and slides over. Welcome to the gin and tonic. I am Maury, your brewmaster for the evening. Uh, certainly you can get a glass of that if you'd so desire. Yes, thank you. They they sort of swipe up the, they swipe up the silver and put it into a till behind the counter uh, re uh turn and say something do you speak primordial no i don't what was their name again and this Mo was the genasi uh no this is the changeling this is the changeling uh okay. brew brewmaster mori m-o-r-i-i okay. uh they say something that sounds like a river gurgling okay and the water elemental responds in kind before uh, flowing around the back of the counter or, or flowing around the back of the bar um, and and proceeding to mix a drink uh, the room master then leans on the leans on the bar looking at you so it brings you to our fine establishment tonight uh, just you know trying to have some fun well we certainly do have a lot of fun here what's your uh, what's your name? Titania. It's a lovely name. I love your hair, by the way. It looks so gorgeous right now. Mm-hmm. I might try that color out myself. She's, uh, they say, as their hair shifts to your color. Ooh. That looks really cool. 
literally the only thing that changes. Uh, uh-huh. uh, after a few moments, the water elemental slops up uh, to next to Mori and deposits a what? Uh, it's it's a wine glass that's been put down in okay. front of you, filled with this purple uh, uh, liquid that as you look at it and sort of change your head sort of uh, it looks almost like there's a constellation trapped in the drink itself as you have purchased a glass of star brew awesome I stare at that for a while because it's pretty oh yeah and I will take a sip to see how I like it. Uh, it is very... It's on the borderline of sweet. Like, it's not, it's not quite at that sugary feel, okay. but it's just approaching it. Mostly it goes down very smooth. There's no... There's no uh, there's no burn or anything to it. You just get this sensation of warmth uh, radiating out from your throat and stomach as you drink it, and this feeling of lightness. Like uh, it almost feels like you're like you are floating a little bit as you drink the as you drink this. Ooh, that is good. Thank you. We do pride ourselves on high quality beverages. Do you have a favorite? <laughs> Oh, my favorite shifts. I'm always coming up with new things, and really, my favorite is the most recent one I've made. Which is? She looks over and sort of uh, points a finger at uh, at a at a at a what looks like it's a it's a it's a barrel that looks like it is filled with fire. Like you can you sort of get this glow from the inside of this wooden barrel uh, like mm. something is shining through it and it has this sort of like flaming licking quality to it uh, cinder ale is my newest thing and it is delightful how much does that run a glass uh, looking at the pricing that is about five gold glass that's i don't have that much i have one gold 32 silver four copper currently (laughs) unfortunately so you have four gold uh yeah Mm yeah oh it does look very good but i think i'll stick with this for now that's fine Is there anything in particular you're looking to do on your night out, or are you just enjoying the ambiance? Just, you know, enjoy myself, have 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 some fun. My friends are back at our house and are getting ready, being responsible and, you know, getting ready for, we have a job tomorrow, but... Uh, what's the point of doing all that work if you're not going to have fun? I agree wholeheartedly, as does my friend. She sort of indicates over to the fire elemental who scoots closer and offers you a hand. Hello, Shula. Pleasure to meet you. Shula. Hello. I run the establishment next door, and I often come over here for one of Maury's delightful beverages. 
Yes. This is Madam. Um, this is Madam Shula, S H U L A, the proprietor of If Reading Time We Touch. Awesome. Well, if it's half as good, <laughs> sorry, as I almost <laughs> choke on my own spit because that happens occasionally. Uh, good now. Um, well, if it's half as good as what is here, then I'll have to check that out sometime. Um. We pride ourselves on the most delightful of times. Except Shula. I realize mm-hmm. now that their voices are basically identical. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. Eh, it's okay. <laughs> Meanwhile. Changelings, man. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that anyone else is doing tonight? Gent's going to be spending some time doing some research to try and plan out what sort of spell invocation inscription stuff that he's going to try in the future. Okay. Um, I don't think there's necessarily any role for it, but he's mostly going to be spending time in books. (laughs) Maybe a little time in the workshop, but mostly (laughs) scribbles. Reading books. If you go, you? if you, if you do go into the workshop, you see that Merrick is currently working on tinkering out a uh, an injection blade of some kind. Uh, he's he's working on. It looks like a it look it's it looks like a dagger basically um, that has a needle embedded in the blade where you can't really see. Um, the only the, the 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 real the the only real key is that it doesn't have a fuller. Um, okay. What normally normally you like fullers are used to reduce weight mostly uh, in a blade, and so uh-huh. this sort of like fairly blocky looking dagger that doesn't have a fuller, but you can you know as as he's tinkering with it, you can see that he's installing a needle basically that would it, that that would have the the exit be at the tip of the blade. Mm-hmm. Um and some sort of and he it looks like he's trying to figure out the like the actual like injection part of this where the getting a getting some sort of of a trigger or something that would be easily hidden and also comfortable for the person wielding it. That's it's the it's the fine tuning that he's having issues with. As we've learned previously, gotcha. he's good at making regular things, but when he tries to do things that require any amount of dexterity. It blows up in his face. Yep. <clears throat> Which will make Ghent just sort of take a look around the room and see if there's anything that looks particularly hazardous and maybe try and mitigate that if necessary. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's what you'll... If, if you go down to the workshop, you'll you'll see that. Anyone else doing anything at the moment? Uh, it's not too late. Ithramol just try to go quickly sell a pair of those uh, fire elemental uh, gun blade rounds and see if he can pick up a pearl for a spell component. Uh, let's see. They're going to be less. They're going to. Yeah. If he, gonna if be he less can than... afford it. So the, does the pearl have a specific cost associated to it? A hundred gold. Yeah. Um, let me take a look at my selling mechanics. While I'm doing that, anyone else doing something? If I'm doing uh, any money. Always. But uh, I should 
uh, I'm in no rush. It would just be nice to have uh, this component should we run across anything interesting in our trips. Here you go. Scuzz <laughs> will hand you 50 gold. <laughs> I don't really need it. Are you sure? Yes. You don't want to save up for the hats I told you about? I forgot about the hats. I was in a fugue state. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is fair. You were quite uh, uh, fucked up from last night. I love Scuzz's flashes of academia. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was from the other Scuzz. I was having a talk with me. I was talking with the Scuzz in the mirror. Um, bag back. No, take the fifty gold. I I still have more money. Uh, I don't spend it on anything. How much were the hats going for? A 75 list I saw. They look fun. I'm sorry. They, they were 50% off. Yes, they were. There was a big gouge through the sign. God damn it. Uh, he will then slide you. <laughs> Take back the 50, pull out one gold, hand that to you. <laughs> and, like, and with his 49 other gold, I have I have to go buy a beanie. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you where they are. <laughs> All right, for 75 gold, you now have a beanie hat of levitation. <laughs> oh my god oh, no. uh, <laughs> oh, no. it, here. it is so it, it this is actually an item that is in D D beyond okay uh if you search for propeller helm it is a propeller helm however every time you use it to cast every time you use it to cast levitate you need to roll a percentile and tell me what the result is Oh boy. Okay. Nothing bad will come of this. So that's of course it's from Dungeon of the Mad Maid. That is that is in no, a, yeah. That is in addition to the fifty percent chance that it loses its magic and becomes non magical. Whenever you use it but initially, it's still a roll propeller hat. It is still a propeller hat, yes. That's all I needed to know. It is a, it is it is exactly the it is the red and blue beanie cap with a little propeller on it. And to activate it you spin the propeller. Scuzz takes oh, no. off his hat, puts that on, he has his goggles, he's like, I am ready. It does require attunement, so so cool. It takes the hour to attune to it. His name is Gregory. He will ride me through combat. <laughs> Why did you name your hat after me? <laughs> it was the first thing that came to mind. You're the first person that comes to mind. So oh, I that's had. nice. So, uh, uh, Cody, you can sell those. You can sell those cartridges for a hundred gold each. Okay. Cool. Uh, I will do that, and well, if it if I can at the same place, I'll just trade it for a pearl. If I can't, then I'll go find one of those. Yeah, pearls you, you can I... easily find one. Okay. Cool. Uh, Jeremy. Yes. Uh, just spending time probably in, uh, I would say probably the lounge area, uh, with a bottle of wine and a history book. You're so classy. Very classy. At one point I imagine Scuzz walks through with the propeller and I just watch <laughs> that and, I, and goes, nope, and goes right back to her. <laughs> you hear a wee in the backyard. Look up. 
No, definitely not. Isn't this not civilized? even touching that shit. <laughs> not touching that shit. Well, Valdez probably like stands in the backyard just to make sure Scuzz doesn't fly into anything dangerous. Oh my god. This is so oh shit, did Scuzz like come home and immediately activate the hat? Of course he did! Duh. <laughs> roll, me Duh. A, roll me a d100. Yes. <laughs> Scuzz is going to start racing the mailboxes. Mm, 65. Nothing happens. Yay. I mean, it, it works normally, I should say. Yep. Uh, it would have been hilarious if that thing had lost its magic the first <laughs> time you tried it. <laughs> it's like a kid gives me for Christmas and then immediately yeah, breaking it. Oh, no, it's, it's that video of the girl like with the like the air dancer that immediately flies into the fireplace. Yep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> at, at some point, uh, uh, as Ariel is, is reading and drinking, uh, Tilra just puts a, a, a small platter of, of, um, seafood, se- uh, of, of seafood hors d'oeuvres, actually, uh, on the, uh, 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 on a table near Ariel for, for partaking with the wine. Thank you, dear. Many that are left behind end up in Carolina's stomach. <laughs> it's one of those things where you never see Is anything Carolina having emotions. <laughs> Not necessarily. There are always okay. emotions, but there's also just an right. endless gulf of, oh, food. I will have whatever everyone else doesn't eat. If it doesn't fight its way out of my mouth, I will eat it. (laughs) Carolina food disposal. Yeah, basically. Excellent. (laughs) I feel like there is always like a bread basket set aside for Carolina just at any point in time where there is always food somewhere. But but it's also (laughs) more funny if it's like Ariel eats half of the hors d'oeuvres and then suddenly they're all gone because they were left unattended for too long. I just just have the cartoon image in my head of Carolina like peering up from behind the counter and seeing these things and just (laughs) vacuum into the face. Carolina Garfield. All right. (laughs) Bear. So yes. Uh, Titania, is there anything else you're doing other than enjoying a, a, a small drink at the gin and tonic? I'm having as many as I as I can afford, which I think is two more, right? It's twenty. It's it's uh, t- uh, two, two gold. gold. Two gold each, yeah. Yep. So I can do I can do two more. I'm going to do right. two more. You have two more starbers. Go ahead and give me a Constitution saving throw. Okay. Let me just there real quick get my gold here so I don't forget because otherwise I will uh, remove. Okay. Now I'm real broke. Constitution save. Yep. It's a three. Our character gets this again. <laughs> Hell yeah. Victorious is right. I was right. doing good at those for a little while and then this is the one that gets me. This is this is, this is why I called the episode titled Tanya Victorious. Um, yeah, I figured. You just lose track of time. Nah. And at some point late in the evening Mm-hmm. Those that are at the Steel Hearts, that are that are at the actual company house, there is the sound of mail incoming. 
goes to check the front door. Uh, there's a letter. Very finely, uh, on, on a very, f uh, a very high quality cardstock. Sort of like a, uh, almost like a, um, uh, almost like a, uh, like a, like a, uh, postcard in, in an envelope. I will open it. Uh, to the to whom it may to whom it may concern, if you would kindly come and collect your drunk, uh, and there is an address. <laughs> would you like me to go? I've got it. The last thing we need right now is a scolding. She just needs to get back. <laughs> I'll leave that in your capable hands. I will make my way out there. So after a little while, you make your way to the gin and tonic. You see again. You see the the exterior. The the seems like uh, two different buildings sort of stapled together in a fusion of elemental design. You go into the gin and tonic, and you see Titania. Titania, you come back to consciousness mid verse in the middle of a song at the karaoke mm. station. Yep. <laughs> and you've lost where your verse is. <laughs> Hang on. Um, wait. Uh, and it was, and I'm gonna try and ad lib something to keep going. Cause... Yeah, give me a performance check <laughs> okay. with disadvantage because you're drunk. Beautiful. Yes. Fair. Brilliant. Yeah. Here, disadvantage. How bad was the singing when I walked in? <laughs> Not good. <laughs> but I have proficiency. Thirteen. It goes from being not good to just being really off key. Uh, <laughs> all that sort of stand Very enthusiastic. near the karaoke crowd just kind of leaning on a counter and waits for the opportunity to retrieve her fiancé. Eventually the song song ends. <laughs> Thank you! Thank you! There is a there is a smattering of applause. You're not certain if it's genuine, or if it's coming I'll from these people's it. hands because you don't see anybody clapping. Ah, I'll take it. I'll take it. There, Do is I so there is suddenly a dwarf at your at your waist, sort of. Hello. Hi, dear. Oh, hell. Hi. <laughs> All right. This is why these two are my best friends. <laughs> Let's get you home, shall we? Oh, do we have to? Because you're here now, and I and ran I'm out of here. money. But... <laughs> <laughs> might have more money. There's really good drinks here. There's one that's kind of got, like, little stars in it, and it tastes... Like the idea of grape juice. If grape juice was good, <laughs> <laughs> Valdez looks over or at the counter. Next how, door. How much would it be to take a bottle of that with us? Mm, twenty gold. I will put twenty gold on the counter. You have a bottle of Starbrew. Thank you. I will hug and kiss you. <laughs> it look. The bottle actually looks like it has like a starscape in it. It's kind of weird, because as you move the bottle, the stars don't move. 
So it's like you know you know that effect like if you have a green screen you pan the green screen over and yeah like, yeah yeah the, oh. the the viewport is very clearly moving but the, the object in the back is not. <laughs> cool. See, That's something to examine later. Um, come on. I was sent a letter to be to retrieve you, presumably by the lovely mistress of this establishment. Oh. Uh, what was her name? Maury. Maury! Thank you! I'll wave in that general direction. If I can, like, if I notice she's somewhere else, I will turn that way very they, peacefully. They, they, they give you just this little, this little smile and wave. Uh-huh. <laughs> Valdeth, Valdeth, like, looks over her shoulder at them and gives them the, the, the... Not the look of, like, uh, not not an apologetic look, but a you called my wife a drunk in this letter look, and just <laughs> like that. I understand, but don't. <laughs> <laughs> the smile you receive gives no fucks. <laughs> <laughs> and you also see the 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 unusual side of a changeling in their native form, as opposed to somebody else's form. Mm-hmm. Val Valdeth will lead Titania back. This is great. We have a bottle of it. Ah. Yes, we do. That's for later. Yes, later. First, we have to walk back, and then. And then you have to get some sleep, so you're not going to be hungover in the morning. You're going to need water, too. What if I'm going to be hungover already? That's what the water is for. Uh, sensible. See, the thing about Dwarven Constitution isn't just that we're able to hold our alcohol well, it's that we always remember to drink water. <laughs> All right, you don't have to rub it in. <laughs> There's other more interesting th- things. To, no, I lost the thread of that com- that that sentence. It's gone now. <laughs> Did you have a lovely night sitting at home? Spotting with Catalina, but yes. Okay. I don't think she likes me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you'll grow on her. Sort of like your spores. Like moss. like a fungus. Fair. Mm. <laughs> Eventually. It'll but. take some time. Yes. So before they get home. Okay. Ghent comes down from his room mm-hmm. on his way to the workshop, sees Ariel there, pauses. Uh, what's, uh, what are you reading? Uh, insert history here that I literally did not even bother to think about. Um... Uh, Actually, you know what? No, it would be a religious history book because of mm-hmm. everything that we've been learning as of late. All right, the history of history of deities and that sort of thing. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Well, um, yeah, 
I would, having made it about a quarter of the way through, I would, I would, I would debate that assessment with you. It's a very dull account, but right. passing the night. Everything all he right? He stands there for about a, what? Sorry, what was it? Everything all right? Yes. And then he walks into the workshop. My how Git sounds like he just spent the last three hours furiously masturbating, thinking there was no one in the house, and then realized there were other people in the house. <laughs> Ariel just watches it go, it's like, surrounded by fucking loons. <laughs> because that's exactly the sound. That's yes, exactly how that, that person is 100%. sounds. 100%. <laughs> yep. Like, oh! There are people here. <laughs> Have you been here the whole time? <laughs> Were you here for Did the you dolphin? Hear from upstairs? <laughs> uh, Some, someone walks in the other door. Why did I hear a dolphin earlier? That was weird. Don't ask. Don't ask. Don't ask. You don't want to know. Eventually, Valdez makes it back with Tanya. <laughs> Presumably. Yeah, yeah, you make it back easy enough. Yes. You make it back easy enough. Come on. Hello! Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> Let's get you some water. Yes! Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely water. We have a bottle of stars. <laughs> The constituent was you are paying the money if you are going to be incapacitated in the morning. So if you drink your water and you're not hungover, you get to get that gold back. Yeah. But well, I'm going to be on a um, going to be on a ship, sir. <laughs> what time is it? Uh, it's, it's about it's about eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. Okay. Damn it. Was there something you wanted to do before that point? No, I was hoping it was one so I could make an argument that it's fucking morning. Ah. And somebody is out <laughs> Therefore, hey. Ariel will be waiting about an hour and then making an argument. <laughs> Terrible. When, as those two presumably pass by towards sleeping quarter, it's Caroline will stick ahead and sticker head into the dining room. We also probably need, need to make sure we can make rent this month. Oh, I'm already considering it. Okay. <laughs> Lawful neutral 75 gold on fucking propeller hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does Scuzz just... go past? <laughs> no, okay. that already happened. It only, it okay. only lasts for 10 that, minutes. That's okay. <laughs> And I read it again. It's when the spell ends. Yeah, no. The roll. There are <laughs> oh, this particular roll. hat. There are two rolls because it was discounted for a reason. <laughs> uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> what was the second roll I needed to make? So the first roll is when you activate it. That's the reason yeah. it's discounted. The one that it has on itself, you make at the end of it. Uh-oh. So you still I need mean, to make that so, so, Yeah, yeah make so that you still one. need to make that second roll. <laughs> so go ahead, and make, go. go ahead and make that second roll. Is it another, uh... Another D100. 100. Yep. Uh, if I explode... 31? It's fine. You still have magic. Okay. okay. <laughs> as long as you don't roll 
over 50. Yeah. The you want you don't you, the second roll is the one you don't want to roll over 50 on. Okay. Right. Oh, just have me do the rolls. You'll be fine forever. <laughs> no, I roll the first one, you roll the second. whether the system is a higher yeah. low system. That's yeah. true, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it'll fuck me either way. The, 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 the roll to lose its magic is if you roll 50 or higher. The other roll, you don't know what the conditions are. Only I do. <laughs> well, if there's talk of rent happening out in the other room, Ghent will clamor back out of the workshop. Uh, how much are we going to owe again for the month or whatever? I don't know that part of Slack was eaten. 210 gold per month. It's okay. It's, it's in, in a party it, notes it, document. It's also in a handout. Yep. How much do we need then still? Hmm. Uh, assuming Titania is going to be hungover in the morning, because I look at Titania, she's going to be hungover in the morning because she's not going to drink her water. Not necessarily. <laughs> well, here, here's 50 from me. That'll put us at 75 gold in the party fund. Getting there. And do I know how much, how long we have till the end of the month or the uh, likely it's currently the fifth. It is currently the 15th. Uh, we okay. have 30 day months in Grand Terra, so... Oh, okay. So <laughs> it's halfway through the month and we're less than halfway there. Awesome. <laughs> we have a job that should be paying out tomorrow or the day after. And Reasonable. we could probably skim some off of the individual money each person gets for that. I was just thinking about it and realizing that in the long term, it might be better to have rent dues do regularly as we get paid rather than eyes drift over to Titania with all due respect and deference. Some pe people spending all of their money on magical ingredients or drugs. And those no, of us who occasionally right. like a new sword picking up all of the debt. Uh, but Carolina will fork over. How much gold do I have? Um, Fifty as well. Which is at one hundred and twenty-five. I will, as our due our due date is the end of the month. I will contribute my pot at the end of the month. Good to see you were listening so attentively to my opinions. I. I Heard your opinion perfectly well. I simply disagree. Ooh. I'm going to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as she's out of the room, she has 47 minutes. <laughs> Looks to Titania's friends. Should someone go with her? Oh no, I'm not leaving her alone for like more than a minute. <laughs> so that's why. As you out. as you get in, a minute may be too long. As you get into the kitchen, you realize that Tilra is ahead of you, uh, and has stopped Titania in the kitchen with a platter of hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> Ooh, I haven't eaten yet. That was probably a bad idea. <laughs> I'm sorry. In the other room. What did I tell you about drinking on an empty stomach? Mm. I'm not sure I want to hear that from you yet, Gent. 
They didn't have food there. I want to go outside. They did have food there. You just didn't buy any. Yeah. I explicitly noted. For drinks. I did explicitly note the fire elemental in the kitchen. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) I want to go out and look at the stars. That's fine. I'm going to be here with you. Okay. Uh, Could you make sure that there's a ewer of water in Titania's room? She's going to need it. It's a fun one. You mean Tilra? No, it's specifically Durin, because he's the one who handles. Oh, okay. Tilra's giving people food right now. Certainly, my lord. And he will... Thank you. He will get up from his reading position and go do the things that he does. You guys never actually see Durin do anything, but things get done. (laughs) Durin doesn't look like he's doing, but Durin does. Exactly. He butlers. I was going to say, <laughs> Durin is the consummate butler then. <laughs> Always there when you need him. The joke was the done. amount of D's next to Durin. That was it. That was the whole joke. Intractually <laughs> obligated. One plus two plus two plus one plus one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a buttle, sir. A buttle. <laughs> God, I need to see that again. I watched it like a month and a half ago. Oh, it's it so good. As, it was just as good as I remember. A, we should do a Final Show Films watches. Yes. Where we yes, do like we, we do like a, a, I've a, a been watch along. I wanting that for, for fucking ever. Specifically with Clue, <laughs> yes. though. Yes. yes. Specifically with Clue. Dude, like every that that that's the thing now for studios. They're just doing watch alongs yeah. with directors <laughs> and shit now. Anyways. They like to pretend that's news. Hey. <laughs> it's something. So, presumably, everyone passes out at some point. Yep. Yep. Unless there's anything. Twelve oh one. Carolina will make an effort to stay awake for this bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> at twelve oh one, I go to check. Staring up at the sky. I go. <laughs> I go find appropriate people. Is like money's forfeit. It's the morning. <laughs> I'm curious who Ariel has determined to be appropriate people. Actually, yeah, because I, le- I legitimately me. don't remember who has the money. No one. I just, just, just put it on the table. I don't think anyone took it. It's just, it's just, it's just I think it's just been there. sitting on the table. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Unless so appropriate people is probably yeah. whoever happens she to be in the room. She literally just sticks her head out, looks, looks over at Velis, and yeah, it, it's morning. And I go back and I sweep the money off the table. I go put it in the collective pot. Okay. You know that's not how that works. That is absolutely how it works. We did not specify terms. It is morning. No, it's midnight, actually. Is that the reason it's called night? It's midnight oh one. I like how the I like how the only people that are concerned about this are not Titania, who already forfeited it and didn't give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Look, somebody is concerned that people might be overly understanding and compassionate about this, and they don't give a fuck. <laughs> Thank you, Val. I'll lean against your shoulder. 
Silent she will lean her head on yours. It's really big. The sky? Yep. There's windows on the second floor, right? Only on a few rooms. Yeah. Um. And and we're out in the garden right now. Yeah. Is where Tanya like would have wanted defense. to go. Yeah. 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 No. Only the outside no. the outside yeah, rooms no. would have windows. It's because it's on the roof. Sorry. It's the yeah. Roof. That's all. Beautiful. He's clamoring around trying to figure out which window okay. to crawl into to not disturb. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> when Discuss realized that his well, room is on the inside of the house and has a no choice window. of five <laughs> bedrooms. <laughs> hmm? All right, Zo- sorry, Zoom seems to be know. having some issues uh, because everyone has suddenly oh, just started. Coming out. Okay. My internet connection is unstable. Some. My internet yeah. connection is perfectly fine, according to OBS. Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I'm not dropping any frames. Yeah. I think Zoom, Zoom is having some problems. Zoom being stupid. But Titania, you can see, is not currently in her room, so maybe her window. Oh, yeah, no, yes. Zoom is fucked. <laughs> Zoom seems to be having problems. Yep. <laughs> We're going to go on a break so we can restart our Zoom session. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Please stay tuned for these commercial messages. And we're back. So the thing about having a black mermaid in Disney films. Yes! Yes! And call for everyone. Okay. Uh, So, so, we're back. Zoom seems to be working properly now. Um, Sorry about that, everybody watching. And uh, from my perspective, just everybody suddenly went like robot-y and like like just same. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that was happening. The audio was fine for me. I just had no like everybody's video was fine. Yeah, Uh, Mm -hmm. but anyways, we were with Titania and Valdeth in the garden. Yep. Start talking about Little Mermaid. <laughs> I will no. have a real. I will have a real mermaid eat you out of nowhere. It will just happen. Okay. Come on. We need the outrage viewers. <laughs> it's just like no, suddenly the garden is underwater and you're being eaten by mermaids. The mermaid mission that none of us are equipped for. That yeah. is also totally fair. <laughs> Um, I mean, the, I la- the last sta- the last statement. can be a Disney princess without referencing mermaids necessarily. Yes. The the last the last statement was that the 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 star was the sky was big. Yes, it's really big. Well, it's real big. Didn't typically see it all that often back home, which is funny because the level that I was on was closer to the surface than most others. Is it all underground? Most of it, uh, whenever they build a new level of Everstone, they build it down. So the 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 original city was built basically on ground level of the of the cliff face. I say ground level on the entrance level, and then from there it was built down and out. Huh. But despite living on one of the higher levels of Everstone, uh, never really saw much of the sky until I left. Comes with being shut in and kept from the world so that everyone can think you're a sun when you're not. Mm-hmm. How you doing? 
I'm alive. That's about all I can really say right now. Titania's suddenly from New York. <laughs> How, you How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, but there's more to life than just being alive. I know I'm there alive. Is. There's absolutely more to life than being alive. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's all I've got right now, aside from loved ones around me, which is definitely not nothing. Good. So is, so is Titania saying that life needs things to live? Shush, I was God getting to it, and it. now you ruined my... Oh, my I'm why sorry. Why would you do that? that? God, I fucked up. Jack. <laughs> oh, I'll have to do a new one. Um... Can't make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Ten! Makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know. I just want to be happy while we're doing stuff. And it's been... That was intense. It was. It was definitely stressful. But we're alive. So... Nothing yeah. too bad happened at that point, then. I missed that last bit. What was it? I said nothing too bad happened at that point, then. We're all alive, same configuration of limbs. <laughs> yep. And I get to see the night sky. So it's all a plus. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> all right. I think I'm ready to go to sleep. We'll tuck into this bottle tomorrow. Well, when we get back from the trip, I don't know how long the trip's going to be. Okay. Deal. Mm -hmm. Drink some water so you're not hungover in the morning. I will. Do it and put a ewer up in your room. Just drink on it as you go to sleep. Will do. I go inside. I'm serious. Everyone thinks the dwarves can just handle their ale. Water. That's the important part. Every dwarf has a flask of water in their beard. <laughs> That's the secret. Like a hidden camel pack. Just, just like pulls out a straw. It's like, the constitution's a thing, sure, and the poison resistance helps, but the water's how they always survive. <laughs> Which is why Ty Tyrion dwarves are at such a disadvantage because they shave their beards, so it's just, they don't have any place to hide it. <laughs> Traditional dwarven redundancies. <laughs> And I go inside and go go to sleep. I drink water. Drink water and go to sleep. Anyone else fucking around at night? I know, guys, you were scrabbling around the roof for a little bit. See, <laughs> so he got up there and he was like, okay, I'm on the roof. How do I get inside? Through a window. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. He, yeah, he, he goes and climbs through a window. Uh, yeah. Right. He finds a window and he goes through it. We'll say you, we'll say you go through. We'll say you go through Ariel's room. Okay. Uh, he, oh no. Excuse me. <laughs> he, he, he tries very hard to avoid the bed. <laughs> it's like a rabbit squirrel gets in the room and climbs on the dresser, kicks a few things off, and then I've goes out the door. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> so, so Ariel, when you get up to your room. 
<laughs> you open the door. It looks like, for one, the door wasn't locked. If you had locked it previously. You get in and it looks like a cat got loose in your room. The bed is pristine, though. Didn't touch the bed. <laughs> Everything else, unfortunately. <laughs> you played the floor as lava with your furniture. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just stops, looks around. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> Nothing's missing. It's just been knocked over. Ah! Uh... Yeah, she'll just sort of move through it all. Um, uh, <laughs> shut the door and avoid it all for the moment. Is. <laughs> I'll deal with this in the morning. Future Ariel can deal with this in the morning. So, you all get to sleep. This is where I pause for dramatic effect and for someone to go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you wake up in the morning. Titania, you have no trace of a hangover. Whatsoever. Mm. Great. All right. I skip downstairs. Everything's lovely. But you all. Good morning. Morning. Titania, the morning person. Yeah. <laughs> not well. It's, she's not early in the morning. I don't think she can be early in the morning, based on sleeping patterns. But she's very happy in the morning. But you're all awake. Dent is sitting downstairs eating breakfast and scribing on his gun. Good morning, everybody. I have a cool helmet. It lets me fly around. I have to go... You, you can fly? Uh, it propels me around for ten minutes. I timed it. Cool. Um, Would you let from, me check from the that look, real From the looks of it, does? it was up and down more than anything else. Uh, yeah, you can totally check it out, um, Car Carolina. Carolina. Okay, Arcana check to make sure that whatever this is, it's not going to kill our... Sure, make an Arcana check. <sighs> oh. Yes, yes, I know Ephraim could do this better, but I'm trying. Yeah, no worries. 12. Well, I mean, you both can check out Skaz's helmet it to make sure that it's seems like a blow it, up on his. Head. It seems like a propeller hat. Like you've 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 seen these occasionally in in town. Nothing inherently bad about it. I got a great deal on it. Skaz, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. not encouraging. But I'll hand it back over unless it from wants to check. Unless uh, Skuz, uh, I have, this is the item that I want to go pick up for this spell. Uh, I can check it if you want. If you don't, it's fine as well. Good. I trust it. I trust the ingenuity of all of the Ezid that work very hard in the city. It's not that I don't trust their ingenuity. I don't trust their priorities. <laughs> Jeremy. That was the same thing. <laughs> uh, Jeremy. Thank you. 
Um, question. How did you get to your room last night? I ended up on the roof. And then I went through a window. Whoa, that propeller can get really high. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember whose window? The math symbols appear around his face. <laughs> Popcorn has been acquired from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Tora has a bowl of it on the table. Uh, um, well, was it was it your room, Ariel? It's a very good guess. You just sound okay. mad at me. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm just, I'm simply informing you that you have some cleaning duties to do. Okay, yeah, sure. I'll clean it up. Thank you. He, he takes a piece of bread and anime style shoves it in his mouth and goes to clean up his mess. <laughs> How roll, roll, I... roll a D100 for me. Why? <laughs> Wait, why? <laughs> Here we go. I don't have to tell you why. <laughs> okay. That's disconcerting. <laughs> you better watch out. You better watch out. You better watch out. <laughs> it has to increase in intensity too, though. Mm-hmm. Since camera shaking. I'm trying not to spike my mic too much. Mm-hmm. Appreciated. Is um, getting a letter to somewhere outside of Taram, like the uh, Arcana Mysterium, does that is that also magical? That's le- that's mail more. Service? That is yeah. No, the the is it mail service only works in city. So you sending okay. a letter out would be if it's addressed anywhere other than in the city, it goes normally. There are mail carriers. Okay. You do occasionally see mail carriers in the city. They very, very cautiously approach every mailbox. <laughs> it's gonna bite. It's gonna blow up. Hi, are... Thank you for describing my job. <laughs> <laughs> but there I'm just are imagining... Mail- it's just like it's that it, it takes about five minutes for a mail carrier to thoroughly get the mail at each stop, but there are there are mail carriers in the city. Just imagining all the mail carriers now walking around in EOD suits. Right. <laughs> they, can't, yeah. they can't afford that is the problem. Yeah. Well, well, if the plan is still to go to the Arcana Mysterium, a little trip. After we finish this, uh, I'm going to write a letter to my sister. Let her know we're coming. What time do we have to be at the air docks? Were you given a time in that contract? Uh, noon. Around noon. Time then. Excellent. Yeah. It's what, like nine in the morning now? Yeah, we'll say nine. Mm-hmm. You've got three hours roughly. Underst- probably want to fly rather than walk yeah. but I, I understand that it is in the third tier of the city and you guys are in the tenth tier of the city yep, yep. as long as we've got enough for an air cab for everybody yes, I really should put the air cab fare in the party notes two gold right two, yeah. yep two gold yep. two gold each for- is that standardized or does that change that, uh, it, it does change but not on a short term scale like when it changes okay. I will tell you Okay, let me let me just put the fair rate on the range. I got plenty of time to take the boats, though. Poor. 
Yeah, I don't have any. Yeah, boats are five. How long would so a... air caps, two gold, boats, five silver. How long would a boat ride from 10th to 3rd take? Probably an hour and a half. Okay. We could take a boat, yeah. I'm fine with that. Fine with me. I would be fine walking, but I don't trust you not to get exhaustion. The, uh, well, also, walking would probably take too long because you have to cross the, the entire district every time. That's how they get people to pay for fare. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough money for a boat. I've got enough to cover you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so and, and, and taking a boat also works because uh, uh, Calahaberi is the river and air authority, so okay. it's the same place. <laughs> RA. <laughs> RA. All right. Well, Ghent doesn't really have anything to do before we leave, so. Ithrum resummons Mal. <laughs> and I'm going to write a letter to my sister. Okay. You can tell it to me here. You can message it to me later, however you want to do that. Oh, I'll just do it. Uh, hello. It's Titania. Your letter was delightful. It's wonderful to see your drawings again. Um, You're out of words. We are. It's it's a letter, not. (laughs) I don't even. I feel like it's sending. I'm so excited because sending's my favorite spell, but I don't know if I get that as a druid. Um, I haven't looked that far. Uh, We might be heading in to see you. That sounds very interesting. The, The magic. We have a wizard in our party who is just fascinated by all of that. So I. I'm sure he will want to come and visit. And if you could arrange a tour, that would be delightful. Um, but we will definitely come and see you. I want to I want to see your face um, and say hello. Uh, and I have some questions about just family stuff. So, you know, it all works out. Um, Love, heart, 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 flowers, uh, some doodles at the bottom to fill up the page to Tanya. All right. The letter is addressed and put in the mailbox. Yep. Later, a very shaky mailman will approach to get it. (laughs) I like the idea that... The, if a letter goes in that's addressed to outside the city, because it's still reading the letter, obviously, to tell whether or not it can send off a rocket, if it mm. knows it can't, it just sends up a flare for a mail carrier to come get it. <laughs> yep. Actually, a little white flag pops up on the oh. side and starts waving. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, anything else? Is anybody else doing anything before you hit the river? <clears throat> clean is Ariel's room. This is important. It is 97% clean. Cool. That's cleaner than Scuzz has ever made anything he's ever lived in in his entire life. <laughs> Beautiful. Satisfactory. <laughs> He'll take it. <laughs> That's it. 
Sorry, I've been having really bad heartburn, like for the past couple of mm. days, and it just like hit me again. Mm. Sorry. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Sorry, just just my esophagus burning away from my stomach acid. Uh, you know, no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. Um, Talk to the pregnant lady who used to get it. Yeah. For at least like six months. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. I feel your pain. You head to the river. Get a boat. Two, uh, two or five silver each. Um, oh, put down ten silver. And as as per usual, you flow up river. Uh, because in Tara, magic trumps physics. Uh, <laughs> as it should be. <laughs> get lifted up the waterfall. Continue on. Eventually, we're arriving at uh, at Lex third layer um going up the layers for the first time for many of you going up this many layers at the same time on the boat you sort of see a dress you start to see a gradual change that eventually turns to a drastic change just on the layout of the city um around what the city is pretty uniform up through the first five layers, or the last five layers, I should say. So ten to five. Um, everything is fairly, like, the construction materials are fairly the same. The, the way the, the building layouts are fairly the same. Like, there's some individual design as you go through districts, but it's it, it, it all looks like the same city. Um, when you hit... Nosha, which most of you have been in, all of you have been in, I think, actually, at this point. Um, there's a little bit more variety to the construction, but it's still, this looks like it might be the edges of the same city. Going to Cybus, which is the fourth layer, it suddenly feels like almost like a mountaintop retreat. Like, it's not even the same city anymore. And this might be, this might have to do with the fact that Cybus is where much of the uh, in-city agriculture takes place. On uh, uh, In order to be self-sufficient in times of war or siege, uh, Tiram has places in the city where they grow, where they have farms. So they're not completely reliant on external farms. And Cybus, the fourth layer, is where that all is, along with the forest so there's a lot of plant life and a lot of uh almost suburban-esque or rural-esque nature to this particular layer which is drastically different from even one layer down and then when you get to from there to lex it is even weirder because you can see kind of almost the entire of the almost the entirety of the layer from any one location it is by it is not the smallest layer obviously because there's two more above it but it's very weird for those of you that live in Gentis to see where you can see from certain parts of the layer from one end to the other because it doesn't loop around the, the loop around the mountain isn't as large um and the buildings here are pristine it's almost like it's a again like a different style of structure whereas below there's a lot of wood stone and metal here the the buildings are almost works of art uh there are three primary buildings there are a whole, there are many buildings around but there are three larger ones that 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 stand out from the rest that being the administratum which is the government administration the caliberi which is the river and air authority and the populares which is the civil authority 
um, these three buildings stand out. Uh, the Administratum is this large building of marble and uh, and gothic construction that seems like it probably houses several dozen offices within itself, uh, where all the complexities of running a city like Taram occur on the governmental on, a, on sort of the governmental aspect. Um, Caliaberi is this almost looks kind of like a marketplace built around this large clock tower that is one of two clock towers that are in the city where the airship where not only where the where where the airship docks are but also where they sort of where they commission a lot of these boats that are used on the river and where they sort of control the traffic through the city and the populares is an open forum where it's this almost Greek or Roman looking uh, forum design where it's a that sort of this a large back wall with uh, an audit with a sort of uh, um, stadium seating on opposite to it where people will come and discuss. And this is where the, the civil authority both takes place, but it's also where um, there are like city council meetings and things like that that happen within Taram as also as well as layer meetings where the admin, the administrative the sort of the 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 uh, civil administrators of each layer will meet together and these meetings are open to the public and this is where they host those um and it's also where people can can voice their concerns or their 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 requests and things like that um it's very different from everything below these three distinct areas but you head to the Civil Air Authority, specifically to the clock tower where you are, to, where you are, were instructed to meet with Meravared, uh, who, who is a guard captain that you had met previously uh, when you were hunting those bandits in the Foundry District. Uh, he's very easy to spot. Uh, this is a this is a uh, a gray sort of ashen skinned elf uh, who looks kind of like a drow but distinctly not a drow, uh, with white hair purple eyes um, wearing the black and gold armor of the Tyrian city guard who uh, was just sort of leaning against the clock tower waiting for a group of adventurers to arrive as the group of you approach so this would be Koenig's steel hearts right that is us yeah. we're here to sign on for the airship job yep uh, we're waiting for one other group. There's two. There are two uh, Griff companies on this. As soon as they arrive, we will head down. All right. At hazardous, is it? No, it's just we like to be we like to be cautious. Uh, experimental mm -hmm. technology, particularly things like this, we never know what will happen. And also, we'll be flying over the mountains, and there have been there have been reports of Drake sightings in the mountains. So. Yeah. Always good Suppose to be cautious. We should check and make sure that we're all prepped then. <clears throat> and Ghent is going to very specifically now load all of his weapons. <laughs> <laughs> good idea. Valdeth adjusts the quiver and the heavy crossbow. <laughs> On his sh on her shoulder. Can we see it from here? Or a light crossbow. Yeah. The airship. You you look up and look around, and all you're seeing right now are normal airships. Normal airships. Uh, uh, airship design in Grand Terra is uh, fairly universal. The design hasn't changed very much over the years. Uh, they are typically a, a large boat-like structure that has four 
uh, pillars uh, extending from them uh, at the corners, basically, and those pillars contain uh, two, or uh, sorry, four large uh, crystal uh, uh, pylons. Um, that this is the source of the basically the magic that keeps them up. These pile, these crystals. Crystal is a very good. Um, and in magical terms, it's a very good uh, uh, storage of aether. It stores aether very well, um, so it's typically used for powering things that need to be powered for long term. So these large, four large, gigantic crystal pillars are used to keep air are used to keep airships afloat, um, along with a, a sort of a a blimp like balloon that's attached at the top of the ship, which is used both for buoyancy and also that's where you get your direction from. Um, so you look up and look around, and mostly you're just seeing... A, there are a few different designs, but they all follow that same pattern. Regular airships. Where is it? And so, I was going to say, so we're we're taking off from this clock tower, though, right? Correct. And in response to your question, Maravar sort of looks at you at the moment, classified. Oh... It's roughly at that. It gets a little sulky at that. <laughs> it's roughly at that point that all of a sudden it got dark. Mm. As some of you turn around and you see the largest minotaur you have ever seen in your life. Oh, hey. Particularly we impressive. Know this, we know this guy, the players. Particularly impressive because he's flanked by other minotaurs that he dwarfs. Um, there is a there is a there is a a a, a flank of minotaurs uh, behind you, uh, about five of them. The head of which is this massive specimen, uh, black fur, uh, horns that look almost like they've been carved out of rock. Um, wearing a wearing a sort of a sea green teal uh, or seafoam green um, uh, robe. With a with a large beaded necklace uh, on, walking using a what appears to be a double headed axe or like a double headed great axe as a walking stick, long orange beard, and a long orange top knot hanging down. Wow. Oh. Hello, I'm Titania Valkorian. You must be the other Griff Group. Indeed. We are. Oh. <clears throat> Sorry, my my brain just completely destroyed itself. We are the mountain's horns. I am Volos of Twatapur. Hi, I'm Scuzz of Bucket Street. Valdez Stonebeard, uh, House Stonebeard at Everstone. And for oh, Ariel. Yeah. Hey, Rolf. Nice to meet you. Carolina. Anthrum. <laughs> You're muted. <laughs> You're muted, Cody. You are muted, Cody, so whatever it is you just said. <laughs> Stupid fucking headphones. <laughs> Ithram accidentally silenced himself. <laughs> <Yep>. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. 
Deep Throne Volar. Uh, pleasure to meet all of you. And he'll introduce the other Minotaurs, none of whom have names, because they're not important. Um, <laughs> yeah. Says you. <laughs> the minute- we need to adopt one and make it a regular cast member. Working so, on it. Oddly, <laughs> their armor... Their armor is all completely red from the waist up. No, they're all seafoam green as well. Um, but uh, this, this spiritually, it's red. Yeah, spiritually, they're red. <laughs> um, the uh, um, the the they they are all wearing they're all wearing very similar armor. Uh, the sort of like robes with a bit of leather reinforcement. Uh, but to give a size comparison, most minotaurs, and indeed the other four minotaurs, are between eight and ten feet tall. This one tops fourteen easy. Before you count the horns. Yeah, that's three times as tall as me almost. So. <laughs> Look he's a up. he's a large he's a large category creature. <laughs> he was in the last probably campaign comes too. up to his knees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Varavard looks up. <laughs> right. Well, now that you're all here, and you can tell he's trying to think of how are we gonna fit him through the door. Same, dude, same. I have spell for this. Lock and tackle. Oh, your spell getting someone into the air. Oi, Scuzz, yeah. lend him your hat. He can float his way up. Mm. Oh, it's my hat. I pay for it. Yeah, right. Also, it can't be attuned to a large creature. I know. It can't be attuned to a medium creature. It looks so silly. Need <laughs> <laughs> no, a little seriously. propeller hat. No, seriously. It's just literally like his... wrapped around his nose. <laughs> <laughs> Vo- uh, Volus looks down. Don't worry, I have ways of fitting into tighter spaces. Good to know. My appreciation of this person just went up a knock. I'm not playing that character. I say something <laughs> dirty right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's there. It's in the atmosphere. I'll bet you can, buddy. Hmm. Uh, Maravard turns and open and, and leads you all into the clock tower. Weirdly, you don't actually see Volus bend over or crouch, but he has no problem getting in the door. Magic. Fucking Arcana check. Make an Arcana check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gent's gonna do that too. That seems legit. Also, I should roll a die at least. Yeah. Seventeen. Just out of professional curiosity. Twelve. Can I use my secret knowledge? <laughs> if you want. Oh, I will cool. roll Akana as well. Like that resource. <laughs> there you go, Scuzz. Scuzz <laughs> got it. Scuzz got the correct answer. Scuzz. <laughs> Scuzz, very clearly, Scuzz, the world is just warping around him and everything's fine. That, like this, yeah. he, he has such a presence that no mere door is going to stop him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For the rest of you, 
you actually watch, and as he moves, he sinks into the ground slightly and comes back up. He seems to have some ability to merge with the stone beneath his feet as he moves. Well, that's cheating. That tracks. Hmm. Fine. Interesting. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Elementals can do it. Well, so they can do it fully. They they can't necessarily make their ankles go away for a round. But you're eventually led to an elevator. And again, Volos fits into. Maravarid is watching this whole thing with a look of, did I take something? <laughs> I must have taken something. Something happened this morning, and this isn't real. I don't um, know if Scuzz okay. and Titania are having the same mental uh, thought bubble going on, but Scuzz is trying very hard not to climb this person in, a, in the most like primal, like tall, must. <laughs> Up. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so Scuzz is at least 13% cat. Got it. Mm-hmm. Or squirrel. Or squirrel. Yeah. Somewhere in there. <laughs> um, and the elevator kicks on and begins to go down. Mm. After a minute, Gent is being glad he didn't give in to his impulses outside. (laughs) After a minute, the elevator stops and you all get off uh, and are led into what seems to be a large underground facility in which you see the experimental airship. Uh, The first thing that strikes you is that the entire construction appears to be made of metal, which is odd because airships are typically wooden. And there are no pylons. There's also no blimp. There are instead multiple large-scale versions of the propeller that's on Scuzz's beanie hat. Sort of set, like, two on each side. Set into what appear to be some sort of, like, um... You're looking at it, there are hinges and joints, some sort of uh, mechanical arms or armatures that are attached to the sides of this thing. As such as head, she's like, You were the baby. This Mar- is the daddy. <laughs> Maravard looks over his shoulder as you're walking. Welcome to our airship manufacturing where we're currently working on this particular model of airship. The thing you see before you, and the reason why classified previously. This is an entirely mechanical non-magical airship. The reason why it's experimental. We're hoping Mm. that it works and if it does, you'll be on board when the first flight goes. It'll be the first non-magical powered flight in the history of Grand Terra as far as we're aware. You see the little Carolina approves thing, like it's like Life is Strange or Mass Effect or something. <laughs> it's room's face Car- is bunched up in confusion. Uh, how <laughs> does it not fall to the ground because it's really heavy? Science? I don't really know the science. This is something the House Stonebeard engineers would want to get a look at. Well, they'd have to talk to the Izzet first. 
It is at the yeah, moment. It is. It is at the moment. Refer. It is at. It is at the moment named the Akundalar. <laughs> yes. Oh, great. 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 That went over my head. We're doomed. Um. Yeah. We had a previous game where the name Akundalar was used for a ship. Don't worry about it. This is fine. This is a good Oh, I see. <laughs> so Ithram's just standing there kind of looking confused. Well, well not, not so much confused as not so much as how it might work as to why you would Okay, what, what good. Yeah, because Gent's going to lean over and just go, because they can. Uh, fair point. That's almost a minute. <laughs> Because That's it, literally the only explanation I can come up with. Because if you can make something that works entirely mechanically without the need of arcane assistance, it becomes much more reliable in the awkward state of magic in the world right now. This is fair. Any magic uh, fields, also. Yes. The, the engineers of House Stonebeard have been working on stuff like this for a long time, but they've never really tried to get into aviation because, well, we live in a mountain. Well, come on, I'll introduce you to the artificer in charge, and you can ask them any question you want. I'm just here to be a liaison between you and them. Just interested to get going and see how this thing does in the air. Yes, lead the way. So, you see, there are there is there is quite a large crew of people working on this thing. Vidalkin, humans, elves, goblins, all manner of all manner of is it all of them with the is it uh, logo on their on the uniform somewhere tinkering, working around. Uh, and Maravarad leads you to one in particular, uh, a fairly uh tall well-built and well-muscled woman uh with uh hair bright red hair that is currently completely braided like you know that um what's it called where like all your hair is in a braid one single large braid a giant french braid yeah. french braid. I, maybe i guess that the french braids are when the hair is against your head mm. like all the hair like on the sides on a on a braid that starts here at the top of the head and then goes down yeah, that kind of braid. french yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's french um long red long red hair in a braid in a very tight braid like that hanging down her back uh wearing you know sort of very comfortable looking uh gear that's meant to be working with your hands and stuff looking at a set of plants Mayorard approaches. Uh, Artificer Carwin. Here are the Griffin companies that you'll want to brief, and they might have questions for you. At least that one does. And he sort of points at Ithram, the one that was looking the most confused. <laughs> uh, she turns. All right. Uh, hello. Welcome. Um, I'm Artificer Carwin. I am the lead artificer here on this on the Akundalar project. Uh, pleasure to meet all of you. Charmed. Hello. Hello, Stonebeard. At your service. Name's Scuzz. I'm excited. These are the steel hearts. <laughs> Volos and the mountain's horns. Pleasure, pleasure. Uh, well, we're about to get our first test run going, but if you have any questions really quick, I can answer some of them. How does it work? 
Well, uh, she begins to talk. Make an intelligence saving throw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not the engineer of the family, but I'm going to try. 15. 15. Why hey. not? Carolina likes rubbing in everyone's face that she does. Oh, 24. Nine. Nope. <laughs> Your intelligence is pretty solid there. Pr- pretty solid. Twenty-two. All right. Nice. So the only people that understand what she's saying. Uh, waiting, waiting for Ariel's roll. All right. Because Bye. even though you have you you have knowledge in other stuff. Yeah. Fighters well, you, don't get intelligent saving throw bonuses. Well, and also, this is a this is a larger this is a larger scale engineering project than anything yeah. Ariel's ever seen before. That's true. Um, Plus, Ariel's not a Marvel scientist. She doesn't know all the science. <laughs> okay, that is also a very fair point. <laughs> um, I feel like the intelligence save is mostly to absorb tech jargon. Yeah, because it's really hard to parse what she's saying. But Carolina and Gint are are pretty much the only ones of the group able to understand the gist of what's being said. Which is to say, uh, this they 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 are basically they have a chemical reaction engine, which is an engine that it generates power for the via chemical reactions inside the ship. That is that powers the. F- several fairly massive propellers as well as several um uh, 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 several like buoyancy bladders within the vessel. The reason it's the the re- most of the size that you're seeing in front of you is is uh, buoyancy bladders, not actual like space inside that you could get to. Uh, the ship, the 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 workable ship space is fairly small, but mechan- but functionally they've basically worked this engine that they've created to its most efficient state possible, and are using four of them to power one for each propeller that you can see right here, as well as another primary propeller that provides lift in, from the center um, to give it lift and movement. So basically, it's it's a, it's an entirely mechanical reaction using a chemical using a chemical engine chemical uh, chemical furnace basically for each propeller. Yeah, so it's like strapping propellers to a hot air balloon. Kind of. Cool. We've made it. We've made a zeppelin. Yeah. Titania gets none of that and begins to have her eyes glaze over. <laughs> Valeth right. kind of follows along, mostly from things that she's heard the engineers of her family say, and is just like trying to parse with re- with relevant information. And it's like uh, losing it. <laughs> so that's very interesting. So. How long to launch? Caroline is trying to play it off as though she doesn't understand, but clearly all of this makes perfect sense to her, and she doesn't even, it it doesn't occur to her that no one would understand this. (laughs) Uh, Well, the first test is going to be beginning momentarily. If you'll join me behind this blast shield, uh, she moves over to where there is a, there is a, uh, you can, you don't, you don't see anything initially, but there is just this, this vague uh, blip in the air that would indicate a wall of force. Oh, okay. Hmm. That that she goes and stands behind because, <laughs> as confident as they are, there is still a chance that something explodes. <laughs> right. Guns have seen Always. a last shield. Chemical before. engines, man. Yeah. All death will step behind. Yeah. The first yep, person, the first person to build a combustion engine, probably stood behind something similar. 
I don't think they stood behind a wall of force. No, no, <laughs> absolutely no. not. Um, it's similar in principle, but uh, I'm building an engine that runs on tiny explosions. Yeah, or not so tiny in this case. Um, the there is a there's a series of calls that go out throughout the throughout the facility, and. Uh, 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 the the large minotaur behind you sort of just crouches down behind the the wall of force, and the propellers kick on. You all see these massive propellers as they spin up to speed. The armatures that they're attached to all. Uh, reorient themselves to open out to a much broader uh, spectrum as they maneuver and unfold. And you have this uh, quartet of propellers all on and spinning up. A massive amount of wind force just gets pushed past the wall of force that you're seeing. Um, the the long top knot on Volus sort of begins whipping around in the air as it's the only part of him that's not behind the wall of force. <clears throat> And there is just sound. <laughs> Lots of it. As you are all effectively standing in a wind tunnel right now. Right. Um, but nothing seems to explode. Nothing goes flying off. There are no Wilhelm screams heard. Then again, you wouldn't hear them anyways. Uh, and after a minute of operation, you see, you hear a that echoes throughout the room and the propellers slow down until they stop. After putting a finger in her ear and wiggling it a little bit. Sorry, Jeremy, you were saying? I literally just... Well, that's a thing. <laughs> um, Carwin sort of wiggles a finger in her ear for a second. Louder than anticipated notes had the walls. Uh, but that was a successful test. So we'll be taking it out for a flight in the next... Takes about an hour and a half to get everything ready. So, um, if you would, keep an eye on the entrance. Make sure nobody comes in here trying to steal this at the moment. But we're going to go get it ready to fly. And she heads off with the other layers. Goes to stand by the ready end. to go on to this plane. He's a very excited goblin boy. These are just kind of like standard sized doors, right? A uh, little bit larger. They're, they're cargo doors, but yeah. Okay. But we're not talking like a three story door. No, 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 like no, that, no. Right? No. You, you okay. have no idea how they're going to physically get this thing out of this building. Yeah, that was my question. <laughs> Gent will just post up on a corner somewhere and keep an eye out. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Well, you all post up. Volus and the and 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 his and his minotaurs also find a location to sit and observe. Y'all can give me perception checks. Sure. And do. Ten. <laughs> Ears are still ringing a bit. 
18. Seven. Oh, why did it... Oh, Natural uh, 20. 18. All right. So you're all keeping a watch and a listen. It doesn't seem like anybody is, is coming. They've, it seems like they've done a pretty good job of keeping this area confidential um, so that nobody really knows that this, even, that this construction yard even exists at the moment. Um... Well, yeah. Uh, there's going to be an hour and a half between now and when everything is ready for takeoff. Is there anything, anybody else, any, any conversations you guys want to have before that time? It's because it's like a child at Disneyland right now. Just, yeah. All right. Violet is just sort of so basically around. very irritated at having to wait in line. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> eyes are big and bright and shiny and starry-eyed at this giant thing, and this is this, this is the um, what a lovely day sort of feeling <laughs> for him right now. <laughs> Val-, Val is sort of taking around and sort of like looking at the at the environment of the machine and just sort of like taking like mental notes to to write down later um like not in not understanding all of the technical jargon but understanding enough of the like physically what this thing is doing and what they're doing it with and sort of like just trying to keep a mental note because this is information that might need to be updated sure Right. Yeah, Gent would honestly probably pull out a book and make a few very basic sketches. Yeah. Did you get any of that? I ask. To who? Who? Gent. Of course. Yes. No. You see, there's chemical reagents, uh, much like an alchemist a, would use. Okay. Uh, What's a reagent? Yes. Uh, substance. Material. Okay, there's chemicals stuff right there's there's non-magical stuff and uh when you mix it together just off on the side just pinching the bridge for not when you mix it together it produces energy kind of like a fireball um but smaller more controlled uh and the force that's uh put out by that sort of reaction is what they call it when two things mix and there's a change. Um, Isn't that how babies are made? Similar, but uh, similar in principle, but very different in effect in this case. Um, It's move to temple massaging. (laughs) (laughs) But basically it's, it's a simple, process of taking force from one area and having some sort of mechanism to translate the f- contained force into a particular type of motion that you're hoping to achieve. Isn't and that then like your using... gun? Uh, yes, where, but my gun pushes something in a line. This okay. one is going to make oh. things go in a slightly more circular motion in order to generate lift. Yes. It looks like a giant dragonfly. <laughs> I mean, a bit, yes. Dragonflies have different physical vectors to them, but I, it's it's not a bad parallel. Whereas the dragonfly's muscles provide the energy, in this case, <clears throat> it's a mixture of chemicals that provides the energy. Wasn't your gun like had had a fireball in it? This just seems mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay. Yes, 
and uh, the first tests of actually turning it on more or less went fairly well, uh, although it was louder than I anticipated. And now we're going to see if the, the second one that thing... the second one though was where your face got <laughs> shrapneled. Yes, well, uh, I'm very certain that. That and he kind of sucks his teeth a little bit. That wasn't the gun, these, that was the ammunition. <laughs> and these oh. these folks are more skilled engineers than I am. So one can assume that their creations are a bit more durable and safer than... At that point. What is my first attempt, let's be honest. <clears throat> uh, Ariel, Carolina, Titania, and Scuzz. Mm-hmm. You all see... An, uh, what looks like a really large metal cone attached to a complex series of mechanical pieces off to one side, not currently in, not currently attached to the airship, uh, kick on. And there is a loud, and all of you hear a really loud roaring sound from that area as just a large jet of flame erupts from this thing. And you see things behind it go flying, something, you know, some things that weren't secured. Rattles for a bit, holds steady, and then there's another chunk, and it powers down. Oh, well, that's fascinating. Right? Remind me, by the way, uh... Get off. Scuzz, stay away from that cone. Okay, remind, remind, remind me if we're ever back in Everstone, get off to show you the Guardian turrets at one point. I look forward to that. I think, I think you'd be fascinated. It's probably my family's best work. Second best. Aww, that's really sweet. So, after an hour and a half, uh, uh, an artificer of Vidalkin comes up to you. All right, uh, Steelhearts and uh, Mountain's Horn, uh, if you would all follow me, we're going to be loading onto the Kundalar and getting ready (laughs) to move for takeoff. That was actual Scud's reaction. He's just like, ah! They're just vibrating. <laughs> Very excited. He's so excited. His uh, background right. is easy. He like, this is the oh, yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. This is like yeah. it. <laughs> so, is it though? Yes! <laughs> oh boy. The... You all get on the ship. Uh, there's a there's a series of like ladders built into the side of it, like sort of cut out of the sides um, that you use to climb up onto the deck. Uh, there seems to be additional like ramps and things that can lower for cargo area, but they are currently not using those for whatever reason. Yeah, and it's going to be a show off and just walk up the side of the hull. <laughs> With your boots of spider climb, sure. Or slippers yeah. of spider climb. <laughs> Walk in the normal way. Well, climb. Uh, 
going to climb in would be very distracted. But you all get aboard. Including the Minotaurs. Who don't seem to affect the ship's balance or anything at all. That's good. Um, it's called the Akundalar, but we're currently standing on the high wind. <laughs> Do we? Is it the high wind on the high ground? Do we currently have the high ground? We do currently have the high ground. You're yes. literally below ground right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the point, though, John. Currently, we have anyway. There, as your step. So people are moving around, going to going to various uh, going to various stations and locations inside. If any of you go below decks, you find that there it is mostly engineering right now. There aren't they haven't really designed for comfort or for um or for like passengers or anything it's mostly just function at the moment um there are places to sit down and rest if you need it but this is not designed to go very far at the moment this is proving the concept um sorry i'm so sorry oliver has something very important to tell everybody casey i believe in you i believe in you oh thanks bud <laughs> um and as you're as you're getting yourself situated and prepared there is another chunk that you hear and this is followed by the sound and the sound of an earthquake not the feel but the sound of an earthquake as there is just rumbling all around you anyone that looks sees that the far end of the building begins to swivel out <laughs> huh. That makes sense, I suppose. Did I guess that? Doors opened. And you see through that, uh, sky. You don't see any city, you just see sky. Okay. Do I think there was spatial or teleportation magic involved, or just logistics? Probably just logistics. Okay. Anyone who wants to can give me a history check. Do I get to or a nature check, proficiency? actually. Do I get to add double proficiency for oh, this because for, for stone cunning? No, this is a geospatial awareness thing, not a stone cunning thing. Nah. I do not go underground. What is this? Concept? So rare to get to use stone cunning, isn't it? Five. I know. Sixteen. I, I was distracted a... by eight. Seventeen. Hey. Eight. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> Oof. Uh, so, Gint, Titania, and Ariel. You're pretty certain this is facing out the mountainside. Probably the mountainside, uh, probably the western mountainside of the city. Hmm. Okay. And is it like a long tunnel, or is it like literally right in front of the prow it's, of this thing? It's not a long tunnel, but it's not right in front okay. of you either. Okay. It's a little bit further away. Alright, uh, there is uh, a buzzing of an intercom. All hands brace for takeoff. Grabs grab things. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Grab her nearest <laughs> thing that looks like you would brace her with. There are, <laughs> there are many there are many rails there are many rails and handholds all throughout the ship. I grab the big minotaur guy. 
<laughs> for stable reasons. Valar just sits on the deck. And so he yeah. is a... Entrust to inertia. Basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I... Put I, I I'm like I'm I'm so sorry, sir, but can I use you as a ballast? Is ballast the word this guy wants to use here? Can I use you as a handhold to make sure I don't go flying around? He reaches down, picks you up <laughs> by the head, just... by the shoulders with like with okay. like his thumb and ring finger. Perfect. Puts you on top of his head between the horns. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta grab the bull by the horns. Uh, This is the happiest boy. It's Disneyland for a second. And now that you're this close to them, this is rock, not bone. (laughs) These horns are made of stone. They are not made of bone. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) They don't just look like they're made of stone. They are made of stone. Man, you are a one-chiseled dude. Thank you. There you go. God damn it, Nikki. That's not. <laughs> no, that's I have to on. catch up. I wasn't here last Thursday. <laughs> Dalvis grabs onto one of the rails and just holds on. The propellers spin up, the armatures adjust, and this thing takes off. And it, it it starts off slow and easy as it goes, and then once the tip of it breaks the mountainside, it just hits. And all of a sudden, there's a lot of force as you are all holding on tight, and the ship shakes a little bit as you take off from the mountainside. Uh, as it takes off, there is a central there is a central pillar in the middle of the deck that begins to spin up as propellers unfold from it and begin spinning. So you've got a central pillar in the middle of the deck that has uh, three or four propellers on it that are all spinning. You've got these armatures which have now which have now sort of branched out into sort of like a like a kind of like that. If the ship's right here, they're sort of like arrayed around it like sort of Mm. a claw pattern um behind it though so it's like this um that are now sort of equidistant arrayed in this claw pattern behind it providing forward thrust uh and it just goes through the air you're moving faster than most than pretty much any other airship you've ever seen moves uh and after a few moments of steady acceleration it evens out, and you can all move again as the as your your inertia has <laughs> caught up. How how far did Volus move? Not an inch. Damn. Is it really windy? We don't very have, windy. Like, yeah, my hair is doing terrible things, and I'm upset. <laughs> I am now a part of the universe. Looking looking like Medusa over here. Yeah. Nice. Oh man, yeah, it's just those pictures of people's this hair. This is just what like grades getting... are for. Yeah. Oh, this ponytail just flying out behind her. <laughs> How so... long is this going to take? <laughs> no idea. As That's, the as the airship the banks. Uh, and you all sort of catch yourselves uh, as it 
banks and veers around and you can see the entirety of Taram as you are you can see where you took off which was indeed the western side of the mountain as you were if you recall the way the city slopes up means that as it goes higher and higher it gets less and less around the mountain and so the where you came out was actually a part of the mountain that is not uh, uh, not part of the city so it's a little bit down and further back from that third tier that just slid to the side to provide an opening for the room for the building I realize being 19 years oh sorry go ahead Jeremy I was gonna say I realize the physics of this doesn't really work but my head cannon for the for for the whole sequence was that uh Ariel just while the whole thing was going on like just casually pulled out pulled out a bottle of wine held the glass just perfectly so that when it poured it like went (laughs) in Ghent, being 19 years old, is leaning over the railing to spit. Mm. Can I grab Ghent with my hand that's not holding a railing? Sure. Jack, do you want me to make a grapple check or... Sure! So, you try to spit, and the problem is you don't have enough force in your mouth to get the spit far enough away from your face before you continue past it. So you spit on yourself. I'm not facing into the wind. It doesn't matter where you're facing. Like it, like it, it gets out here and then splashes on the side of your mouth. Like you can't, Oh, okay. You yep. physically don't have for enough la- force for to spit. Yep. Yeah. Mm. That's actually probably good. That means it didn't have quite the acceleration necessary to go like a bullet through your head. <laughs> Carolina reaches out but doesn't put much force into it, so Gent can slip away. <laughs> You're gonna die. Be professional about this. Darling, we're all going to die. That's Gent's hair is over here. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, That's but it reflects badly probably wise, on actually. our employer's likelihood of paying us if he splats out of the airship because he thinks it's funny. You're not wrong. I scooch over to Ariel with the wine. Do you have another glass in there? What? How? On earth? Oh, not you can on, have the glass the earth anymore. the bottle. <laughs> You hand me the bottle? The, I hand, no, I hand you the glass. Oh. I keep the bottle. Okay. The ship slows down and begins hovering. You see the armatures adjust so that now the propellers are pointed uh, down. Since they're spinning in the way that pushes rather than pulls. Uh, so now they're, they're pointed down to provide additional upward thrust as the ship comes to a stop. You then hear over the intercom, braking test successful, brace for second ignition. (laughs) Everything real quick, because I know we're going to move, and I actually, no, never mind, I won't, because I don't think Titania understands physics that well. That's okay, when you go to to sit, uh, Ariel just pushes the glass up, so you down it very, very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, what, is, what is a sip? You don't see the armatures move, but you hear from the back end of the airship. 
grabbing onto things again. <laughs> All of a sudden, the airship rockets forward much faster than it was going a minute ago, which was already really fast. This time, Volus does lean back against the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Manic goblin laughter. Legs flailing in the wind. A couple of you put two and two together and realized that that, that cone thing that they were testing was another engine. <laughs> There's another engine. As this thing just goes, uh, rockets over the clock tower, over a few other airships, and over the mountains beyond Tehran. You have a feeling that drakes aren't going to be a problem because they wouldn't be able to react fast enough by the time the airship was past them. <laughs> but you guys are here for safety precautions, so, you know. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Ariel. <laughs> the wall of light is rapidly approaching. As the engine suddenly cut off and the propellers shift to do what you can, what you as players will understand as a handbrake turn. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> the worst turn. Pilot, pilot is excited. Given who is the pilot? Is it a goblin? Because that's the only fucking I... reason they would pull the shit. Sorry, Aaron. Infer if this is a predetermined route or a. Lol, let's see how far we can take this bullshit. It's working. <laughs> it seems... Let's open it up and see what happens. This seems like a stress test. Okay. As well yeah, no, I'm stressed. <laughs> I understand that it is absolutely a stress test. My question is if it's a stress test being decided in the moment or predetermined route for stress test. Make an insight check. Cool. Having made the pilot from the game that this guy that the ship was in, never mind. I feel like this is how he would drive it. Not certain. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so the handbrake turn goes off, and the the ship stops inches away from the light wall. <laughs> Ken's going to reach out and touch it. Your hand, really? go, your hand goes through it because it's just light. Right. I check my armor for dead bugs. <laughs> There's a lot of them. They're mostly in your hair and beard, though. Yeah. yeah. The group of us are the picture of professionalism. <laughs> Two people drinking, one reaching off the side to touch it. Was in person taking notes on the academic secrets to bring back to their family. I mean, we're not drinking to excess. Drinking <laughs> to de-stress. Also, they're all mental notes, so. Look, I'm pretty sure if you were on a crash test job and you pulled out a bottle of wine, it wouldn't matter how much you're drinking. Yes. I mean, if I you were like, on Ariel a started it. job, you should... And if you're on a crash test job and you weren't drunk when you made that decision, I question a lot. <laughs> the intercom the intercom clicks on again. Uh, prepare for agility maneuvers, brace for uh, brace for ignition. I just casually pluck the glass so go away from today. Refasten my grip and try over. again to grab Ghent before he gets himself killed. She tries to grab your hand. <laughs> this Aww. is just kind of freaked out. 
and loop my belt into the nearest rail that I'm next to. Uh, Scus, Scus pats uh, Volo on the head. Safety like, strap. Are you man. okay? You okay yeah. down there? I'm fine. I think in a similar vein to Ithram, I think Valdeth actually like leans up against the back of one of the rails on the, near the center of the ship and loops her greatsword strap through it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like a seat a pull away instinctually. Okay. Uh, so, Jack, do you want to make me roll for that or just let it happen? No, you, you get Gent this time. Okay. So yep. there is a slight awkward slap fight happening between Titania and Ariel. <laughs> 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 As... Those jet engines once again kick off. <laughs> and you see the earth coming towards you as the nose goes down. And then and then it's sky as it comes back up. As they are and then the ship begins weaving back and forth as they test exactly how agile they can be. You see the armatures on the left and right, the, the propeller armatures on the left and right adjusting frantically. Well not frantically, fast as they as as the ship tilts and leans and banks and and flies around as they begin to make a circuit of the peninsula. You're pretty certain uh, there is at one point a burst of red from one of the propellers as you're pretty certain you just killed a bird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) That's not good. Goose for dinner, boys. (laughs) Again, eventually it stops. And you all have another moment to catch yourself. I'm assuming Titania and Ariel didn't hook off into the back part of the ship from that, but still managed to... Yeah, still managed to grab on. No. Okay. I am going to turn into something, though, because this is... Gint, were you still by the rail? Close to. He he had gotten pulled back by Carolina. No, 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 no. Like, 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 Carolina was holding on to you, but were you by the rail? Like, physically. By the rail, yeah. Yeah. He was holding on to that. So, Gint, you can't really see... And as you turn uh, around, everyone, you see Gant just covered in viscera uh, from the no, bird. Okay. From the bird. <laughs> I turn into a snake and wrap around a rail. I will let, let Gant go and try and go grab our snake of a druid <laughs> before she gets someone pissed. Gant wipes the blood out of his eyes. Magpie, I think. <laughs> Don't listen to the chat, everybody. By the way, just uh, it's okay. We we don't the <laughs> as you much as I acknowledge chat on stream. Yeah, as much as I appreciate the enthusiasm, we don't do the you can pay for things to happen in chat because that just that this is that's a one shot oh. thing, not a not a not a campaign yeah. thing. That way lies. I can't madness. see chat. That way lies madness. My friends are being goofy. Sorry. Ah. <laughs> it's okay. I have an eye on it. Um. So, where was I? Bird, right? So yeah, get wiping face, <laughs> wiping his face. Uh, <laughs> the intercom kicks on again, uh, and return voyage initiated. Brace for ignition. Titania, if you want to head over here, in one hand, gripping the rail with the other hand. Yeah, it's just she's wrapped around your arm. 
she was doing that around like a railing or something mm -hmm. basically like just <laughs> full body hug a thing is is what she <laughs> needs to do right now so it's fine and if it gets bad i can just squeeze a little bit and get rid of your hit points and you can come back mm -hmm. uh <laughs> as it once again kicks off and again Volos leans back into the wall um the ship takes off back towards Taram you see the city approaching rapidly uh and the 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 amateur the armatures all turn around to air brake slow forward uh as mm -hmm. the engines kick off once more and the ship slows down as it reapproaches the hole in the mountain that it came out of the armatures once again re-angle as it prepares itself and the ship slows down and much more calmly enters back into the construction facility. And the ship goes quiet. Maravarid who has been clinging to a rail for dear life and whose hair is <laughs> fucked right now. <laughs> well, sorry to have wasted your time, he says to you. It's all right, we get paid for this. Thank you for this opportunity. <laughs> this was quite an experience. It's been very informative. Is there anything else you would need of us right now? Nope. Payment will be waiting for you up top. I'm just gonna have a lovely day. Yep. Yeah. Best of luck with your research. Mm -hmm. And I'm heading out still carrying Titania unless she has changed. Oh. No, hasn't. Okay. I will do the little like snake petting thing where you run down the scales. Ooh. <laughs> Volus. That's still on the Minotaur. Okay. Reaches out, grabs skies, puts back down. That was awesome. Thank you for being a rock in a hard place. You're welcome. <laughs> one thing what uses one finger to pat Scuzz on the head. Yeah. Oh, that unhooks her great sword from the rail she had had it through. Seeing the one finger tap Scuzz on the head, I check Scuzz for a concussion. Um. Uh, he he looks a little rabid, but otherwise he's he's fine. He wants, okay. He's like he's like. If there's any way we could sign up to do this again, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> Ariel p appears next to uh, Carolina, and there is a conciliatory glass of wine held up for the snake. The tongue flicks out. <laughs> Smells like wine. Yep. <laughs> After that, Caroline is going to take the class, and if Ariel doesn't stop her down it. Yeah. <laughs> as you guys as you guys get off the airship, Mirafarad looks like, you know that that um this is my home now, basically. Like he's just like, right. <laughs> I'm living attached to this rail because if I let go, I will die. <laughs> yep. Do we well, see Carwin at all? To use seat melts in future tests. <laughs> Do you see who? 
Do we see Carwin at all? Oh yeah, the, no. Carwin uh, in charge. Uh, Carwin uh, uh, came out from the inter the internals with like a clipboard and notes, and is just completely unfazed by the whole experience. Just writing stuff down. Gent's gonna sidle over to her. Valdez will probably walk near Gent. You mentioned questions. Is it all right if I ask just a couple? Sure. She continues writing. Um, economic overhead on these sort of things are we likely to see a fleet in development assuming everything's turned out successfully or well, is this kind of a one-off the fuel efficiency wasn't nearly to the level we'd like it to be we burned through way more fuel than we were intending to so we'll need to either refine our process there or figure out a way to get more of it we probably won't see many of them at the moment not until we can refine the engine process Right. Um, thoughts on scale, smaller craft with similar performance, or is the the technology as results we, that we saw probably the technology probably... that we have at the moment? The technology that we have at the moment means that this is as small a scale as we could possibly build these. Makes uh, sense. Makes if sense. we manage to if we manage to reduce the uh, the the technology in size, potentially we could make smaller ones. But at the moment, it's sort of this is as small as it could be and still work. And I understand if this isn't available for public information, but are they thinking uh, civil or military applications, both? She just sort of shrugs her shoulders. Could be anything. Fair enough. No, I imagine it'd be particularly hard to aim at the speeds we were going. Maybe a smaller craft that was going slower might be able to be armed, but at that speed, I don't think armaments would be effective. No, I was thinking more like rapid troop deployment, that sort of thing. Well, well potentially. Well, I mean, she, space enough for at least a small battalion, or she, if not more. She turns and looks at the, the various states of, okay, your group is in. It's like, though, <laughs> troops being disoriented by the flight might not be the best idea. A uh, recommendation would be probably enclosed environs and straps down. Well, this was simply a mechanical test, so we'll work on mm -hmm. comfort at a later date, but uh, advice taken. Um, if you're looking for improvements in regards to efficiency and potentially weaponization, the engineers of House Stonebeard have worked on, not this specifically, but things like that for quite some time. And some cooperation between Everstone and Tiram is actually part of why I'm present in the city at the moment, so... I'll run it by our uh, by our higher ups, and we'll see. So, thank you for the opportunity. This was <laughs> thank you for all your hard work. Sorry, it wasn't more exciting. It was plenty exciting, actually. <laughs> what Valdez said, yes. <laughs> You get the from that sentence alone. This artificer's seen some shit. <laughs> Eighty-eight miles an hour, man. Uh, and Ghent will go, kind of nudge Valdez, and then go catch up with the rest of the group. I, I do like the idea that simply because of the scale of speed, uh, comparative to what you've gone previously, that was like at most. 90 miles an hour <laughs> <laughs> but still but comparative to what you're used to it's fucking fast <laughs> yep i mean also if you drive 90 miles an hour in like a convertible with the top down that's what you experience <laughs> awesome well, 
Well, let's go get paid, shall we? Hmm. Yep. Uh, yes. Carwin says, check in at the guard po at the guard booth at the entrance to the clock tower, and you should get your. Just let them know you were part of the test flight of the Akundalar, and they will pay you. Excellent. Mm. Let's go handle that. Right. You all head out. Follow them up. Very easy to spot the guard booth. Like there's there's a a desk where there are guards who are wearing the uniform. Uh, as I you... will wait for the rest of my party to get up before uh, getting our pay. But as you as you approach, one of them looks up and goes, "Did Maravara die?" No, he's just currently glued to a rail. Damn! You see one of them. You see him handing money <laughs> to someone else. <laughs> Apparently they had taken bets. <laughs> I appreciate this person. That <laughs> <laughs> fellow has a strong grip. It, it it will take a while. Maybe two or three of you to pry them off the off the rail. Uh, he doesn't like heights. I don't know why he was the liaison for this, but yeah. Did he volunteer? I don't know. Is this the first time? I don't know. Anyway, guess, we were part yes. of the test flight crew, so we're here for a bit of a currency transfer. Yep. Give us a second. They reach down, and one of the guards reaches down, pulls up a small chest, puts it on the on the table. There you go. That's fifty gold each for the steel hearts, right? Yeah. That's correct. Indeed. You see, there's a there's a there's a little. Your seal has been emblazoned uh, on the top of the chest as like a like a, like a brand rather than. Mm-hmm. That hasn't worked. Like the, this is for them. <laughs> nice. And yeah, there's 50 gold for each of you in there. Gendel start parsing that out to anybody. Mm-hmm. Carolina gives Gent a look. We can uh, also just take the chest. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's what Gent did. He took the chest, opened it up, and then started counting out money to people. <laughs> you know, like you do. <laughs> All right. Uh, at this point, it's resignation. Whatever. So, you have been paid. Where are you heading to next? Uh, Valdeth immediately parcels aside 25 of the gold that she gets paid to put into the party fund. Tanya's still a snake, so I have no input on this. <laughs> um, yeah, I. Uh, no, I'm not going to forcibly turn Tanya back or anything, but I will sort of hold out my snake arm towards Valdeth to see if Titania wants to move over. Valdeth will extend an arm. I'll move over. Yep. Where on Valdeth do you settle? Um, around the neck? I don't know. That Draped seems like a neck. good spot. Yeah. yeah. Like a scarf. Snack scarf. You become a scarf. You want to yep. find the nicest, most closed part of him and just, just hit that yeah, scarf. Yeah. Like and there's... just get up in it. Yep. <laughs> like a child trying to get next to their parent on the couch. Just find the spot. Let's head back to the house and get on solid ground. 
couple of you couple of you have like that shaky leg thing where you're not quite certain if you're on ground or not <laughs> hey bonus i don't think you have to pay for fair for me because i'm a snake i should do this all the time <laughs> How long does your transformation last? Two hours. Okay. <laughs> that's most of the way, yeah. Yeah, I so think that's like, the whole way. I, it was like an hour oh, yeah, and a half. Both. An hour and a half. Two things. So it depends on when you transformed, but probably. I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't think it was a half an hour on the boat. So I'm staying in there as long as possible, basically. <laughs> so you guys take a boat back down? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. five silver each. Do they count to Tanya? No, they don't. <laughs> Pat, snake. Like a snake, yeah. Mm -hmm. Long as it doesn't bite anybody. Yeah. I'll be like, mm -hmm. just keep your snake under control. We don't want any poisonings on the boat. Is Titania currently a poisonous snake or just a constrictor? I'm just a constrictor snake, yeah. It doesn't bite. Um but you take a boat ride back down. Factually untrue. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to... I wasn't going to... It doesn't <laughs> bite venomously. That's true. That's true. That doesn't mean it's a better bite. <laughs> I'm behaving as you a snake. Could, you, could train your, yep. you could train a snake not to bite, potentially. <laughs> How to train your snake. Especially you when that can, snake is... Uh, but the reaction druid. was, it's a constrictor, therefore it does not bite. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't bite in the kind of way you're afraid of snakes biting. Oh no, it's still very scary. Mm. <laughs> when you say dead, when you say dead of snake bite in the in the Oregon Trail sense, you're thinking poisonous snake or venomous snake. I mean, that's that's generally probably true. Oregon Trail is topic. not scientifically accurate. <laughs> the guy, oh, now, the I've, I've actually died of dysentery in real life any number of times. I'll have you know. <laughs> Suddenly, you're all in the water being eaten by mermaids. Anyways, hey. Uh, <laughs> Woohoo! You get back. You get back to the Steelheart space. Yes. There's about five minutes left on the snake. I am going to slither up to my room. Is the plan? <laughs> you do that. All right. And then I transform, and then I turn back, <laughs> yeah. and I spend a while detangling my hair. Yeah. You you, you train you change back right after you get in the door. Like, it's like you get in the door and... <sighs> yeah, and I'm just brushing out my hair because it's a mess. There is, there is the sound of soft cursing as the, as the uh -huh. brush hits knots. <laughs> yeah, and I don't come back out until that's finished, so... You go through... Just just for a run. also probably dealing with hair because I have even more of it. <laughs> Titania goes through. Oh, like, that has a lot brushes. of hair, but isn't just isn't bothering right now because <laughs> conversations to have. Scuzz goes for a run. He has so much energy now. He wanted to do that again. He's just he's just manic energy. He has to get it out somehow. <laughs> just running around in circles in the backyard. No, he go he goes and he runs up and down the street. <laughs> just but like you know like yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, the goblin's out running again. Ah, <laughs> uh, the goblin's running. That elf that looks like a painted portrait from the pig stickers is just like on a bench outside sewing and just watching. 
Just gotta right. there. Gotta go fast. So, <laughs> next order of business is probably to arrange a trip out to the Arcanum Stadium, unless we want to see if there's even more work now that that was a very quick job. Uh, I'd say uh, if it's possible, we should see if we can pick something up in the city that might pay us to go to the Arcanum Stadium instead of necessarily trying to run it all on our own dime. But if we can't find anything today can that says, yes, around. I'll pay you. Yeah. yeah, ask around. Yeah, ask around, see if anyone has a job that it had there or packages they need delivered there. Mm. Exactly what Carolina said. Mercenaries looking to head to the Arcanum Stadium, willing to perform tasks en route. Yes. Basically. All right. Gent's going to go out and beat the bushes. Mm. Give me investigation checks. Anyone who wants to go do that? Sure. Um, sure. I have an inspiration. <laughs> I'm re-rolling that. <laughs> My boss, whose name I can never remember, but I will do an investigation. Uh, Koenig? Nope. Yeah. You know, Just got a 19. see if any of anything's come in this, mm. that way. But um, natural twenty. There you go. I guess it doesn't matter. Well, that's intimidation. <laughs> it's, like... <laughs> it's the same role. Okay. Giving me a job. <laughs> <laughs> And shakes right down a delivery service. Fire, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, Ariel. Yes. You find a sale on wine. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ariel, wine mom for the but, wine. Uh, but but I'm assuming once I get there, it's all really shitty wine. Um, no, it seems like it seems like due to a gnomish accident, they brewed too much in this batch. And so it's no many better. It's 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 bulk wine, <laughs> not bad wine. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I appreciate it. Side is it comes in the cardboard things. Yeah, the best kind. Box wine. to the bottle. Wine. Oh. <laughs> I mean, the wine still may be good, but there's a reputational issue there. Oh, uh, sorry. It's in a box. Yeah. If they made too no, much wine, if they made more wine, they had containers for They're it. in barrels. They're not... It's barrels not like, is acceptable. Yeah, it's in a barrel. <laughs> we had spare barrels sitting around. Spare the barrel. One of the things I've learned from quarantine, people have strong opinions on box wine. They do. Okay. They do. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, oh, I'm so curious about this, but we're doing a stream right now. Well, I'll ask later. Tell me later. Yeah, tell me later. <laughs> ask later. So the, the, the barrel of wine, hang on one second. Let me pull up a thing. Uh, barrel wine. Uh, yeah, so you can get a barrel of wine for f uh, for ten gold. Now, is that the standard price, or is that the a bottle of wine typically costs much. ten gold? Okay, fair. Like fair. a bottle of wine typically costs ten gold. This is a <laughs> like. <laughs> Bulk wine, back alley wine, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I should say barrel. Are we talking? I here? should say a bottle of fine wine typically costs right. ten gold. Uh, how big of a barrel? Uh, dwarf sized. 
like like the size Ooh. of a dwarf. Nice. <laughs> so we're talking like uh, I, I want to say a, a butt is the name of the barrel of that size. Probably a butt is it a it big? It depends list? on what historical time period Why you're talking about. Does anyway, every game eventually devolve into a discussion of the names of various barrel sizes with you. Probably <laughs> <Oddly, laughs> it's funny. Uh, yes, it would be a butt. Ariel's got a buttload of wine. Literally. <laughs> yeah, 500 liters. Yeah. I wonder if that's where buttload comes from. Yes, Probably. it is. Yes. Yeah. Give you yeah. inspiration, mm-hmm. Dakota, but know that I hate, I have it for you if you need it. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, you find that. Gent. Awesome. Uh, Gent, you don't find any jaws, but you do find some. You do find some supplies you could buy for the workshop. Oh, okay. X amount of gold and supplies. Okay, uh, he'll drop forty gold on that. <clears throat> hey, you buy forty gold worth of supplies. Go for the workshop. Um, everyone else like rolled higher than a ten. <laughs> Uh, oh, wait, I rolled higher than a 10. Oh, that's right. I, Sorry. I got 19. Sorry, I saw the 8. I didn't realize you rolled a second one because I was going down. Sorry, I should I should have mentioned that's That's fair. I think you did, but I just, in my brain. Sorry, you got a 19. No worries. So in addition to finding that, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yay. you also find other things. Um, all of you find, all, all of you hear about a caravan heading south. It's not heading to the 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 it's not heading to the um the arcana mysterium but it's heading past the arcana mysterium um it's uh it's heading to um uh it's heading to uh river's bend which is this which is this place right here just to the south um southwest of the of the of the arcana um yeah, okay there's a caravan heading to River's Bend that uh, could use some guards if 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 you're looking to suggest for yourselves. Uh, Carolina, Koenig does not have any jobs himself because he's already given out his allotment of jobs for the day. Yeah. Um, but he does tell you about the caravan that he's heard about. Like he's he's not he's not contracted to get anybody mm-hmm. for it, but he's heard about yeah. it. Um, he also suggests that potentially somebody, uh, if you wanted to look for like carrier or courier jobs that were heading straight to the Arcana Mysterium, you should ask at one of the trading companies in the city, or at the or at one of the colleges up in up in um, Nosha. Yeah. Um. um she probably won't head home right from that. She'll probably go around and do that loop of asking at the academies and the yeah. various places. And we'll keep that role for that, but I just want to go through the list real quick. Um, So, yeah, so all of you get to hurry about the caravan. Ithram, that's really all you find is there's a caravan heading to Riverbend. Uh, he was actually looking more for uh, decently priced places for if they had to do it themselves for... Like horses and a wagon or carts or anything like that, like land vehicles. Yeah, no, there are, there are, there are, yes, there are stables out, uh, out at the gates that, that where you can get a wagon and cart and things that would be, hang on, uh, would you be looking to buy or rent? Uh, 
Renting includes bringing them back. So adventures lead dangerous lives. So probably buy. So, well, renting them back. You could also rent a coach, which means you don't have to drive it, but they will they will drive you there. Uh, and then no, they'll and then drive. they'll drive themselves back. Yeah, he he'd be more for for buying it. Uh, always have. Yeah. So, uh, you can find uh, carriages are available for sale at a hundred gold. You could buy uh, carts for fifteen gold, um, and horses, depending on what kind of horse, uh, range between uh, range between eight and fifty gold, depending on the kind of horse. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was thinking like a draft horse and a wagon. A uh, draft horse and a wagon would be 50 gold for the draft horse. Um, and thing, where is it? 35 for a wagon, I think. Uh, yes, so 50 for a draft horse and 35 for a wagon. Um, you'd probably want two draft horses to pull a wagon, though. Yeah. Yeah, he's just making notes now. Yep. So. Uh, okay. So, Valdeth. Um, there are it. It's there is there are people hiring for skilled hands. Uh, not necessarily mercenaries, but they're looking for skilled hands to actually. Uh, uh, there is a uh, there's a town just north of the Arcana Mysterium. Um, uh, uh, it's uh, Mount Shade, uh, which is because it's in the shadow of the mountains. Um, they are their uh, their rancher was recently injured in a bandit attack, uh, and they're looking for some hands to help out on their farm. To specifically, they need gather they need people that can help gather horses. Because uh, they have they have a, they have a herd of wild horses that they uh, will occasionally uh, take a couple from to to train, um, and they're currently they're currently at the season where they need to do that, and their ranch hands are injured, so there are people looking for skilled hands there in Mount in Mount Shadow, um, or Mount Shade, Mount Shade, Mount Shade, uh, and. <laughs> Uh, Ghent. Uh, Ghent, there isn't anything that you find that is heading directly towards the Arcana Mysterium. However, there is another is it technology test that needs volunteers. What type of technology? Rocket gliders. (laughs) (sighs) I'm going to take that info down so damn fast. What's a rocket glider, you ask? It's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> I assume. <laughs> Goblin making grabby hands. Carolina. Uh, the Weaveborn Academy has a package that they are sending to be analyzed by the Arcana Mysterium. And that's uh, that is um, fifty gold for the delivery. Okay. So. Yeah. 
All right. Anyone else seem to have anything or that's about it? That's pretty much it. There are caravans going to uh, various places around the Arcana Mysterium, but that's the only one that's going to it. Okay. Well, mostly we're trying to make this fast because we need to be back on time. So, um, well, I won't sign us up for that. I will let them know they'll have their answer within a few hours and head back to the... All right, and you all regroup. Scuzz is tired. As he should be. (laughs) You should not let a manic goblin stay that way for long. Actually, I think by the time most of you get back, Scuzz is probably like sitting down on the sidewalk, panting, and that elf that's been sewing now has has now sewed like a goblin-sized poncho. Finishes it off and just tosses it over to Scuzz. This is very nice, thank you. What is your name? (laughs) You did this to yourself. I did this to myself, I did. I really did. (laughs) Uh... Sticker three. Uh, Derevaren. Uh, a lady, correct? Uh, no, M- masculine. No. Do, uh, thank you, thank you, Derevaren. Um, <laughs> just, just I, looks like just looks like an oil painting of an elf, which is the weird part. Uh, I will. Be right back. And this guy's shaky legs takes Wex walks his way back to to the to the, the house. Oh, you have a new poncho. He puts it on immediately. It's very nice. Uh, particularly, it's it's made of fabric that wicks the sweat away, so it's it it's very light and breathy and cools you down. Uh, he goes into the back garden and he um, picks several branches. If any of them are flowering, he grabs some of the flowers. And Scuzz takes a minute to make uh, a flower bracelet. Okay. Thing. You do that. He and then Shaky Legs backs to Durban. He's like, for you. <laughs> Thank you puts it on and again it like this is even weirder like it looks like just a regular flower bracelet when you made it and you put it on and for some reason just something about him makes it look like it was always meant to be there of course yeah he has he has a natural art style shift yes he's that character in manga where that has a distinctly different art style from everyone else in the manga (laughs) like as Gus hands it to him it literally changes into a different art style as soon yeah. as it meets again. It's like, yeah. you know, he's like it's like like how All Might is like how all, like in My Hero Academia All Might is yeah. a western comic design and everyone else is anime. <laughs> I think he may be the oh, only one funny. to get this reference Cursed Princess Club. <laughs> oh. It's a web webtoons. I haven't started reading yes, it yet. It's but, good, yes. but the main character has a different art style than everyone else. <laughs> Um. So, anyway, there seems to be a caravan heading south, looking for guards, so, um, I don't know if anybody else picked up any promising options on the way, but... Just some farmhands looking for help, nothing major. 
I found a caravan. Um, <laughs> well, that's a find. We for an Academy needs a package delivered directly to the Mysterium, which is much better if we, because we kind of need to go there, do whatever you want to do there and get back quite quickly. John, do I, does Ghent know, um, like, I assume that the caravan wouldn't hire guards for a leg of the journey that then fucked off immediately to the Mysterium, right? No, no. Okay, so it would, yeah. Mm-hmm. And is it a one-way escort, or are they expecting an escort back as well? One way. They're looking, they're going to be hiring guards in the town to continue on to the next leg. Mm. This is just for the first leg, or for this leg of right. the journey. Conceivably, we could hire ourselves on as guards and then drop off the package and check in at the Arcana Mysterium on our way back to the city. That maybe doesn't give us a whole lot of time, though. Um, how? Yeah, I, I don't care because I don't have any business at the Mysterium. My concern is that we do need to be back in, insert day number here. Five days. In five days. We could probably make that time on our own. We could probably make that time with a package. If we're headed to another place and then stopping by the Mysterium, that timeline becomes very tight. Caravans always take about twice as long as it would take for an individual because they are traveling as a group. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is for William's question. Uh, So it would probably take about five days for the caravan to get there. So that's probably out of the question at that point. We we can probably just take the courier job to the Mysterium, drop it off, and head back. That'll at least defray some of the travel costs, probably. Mm-hmm. In that case, I know of uh, several stables. Uh, we can perhaps buy horses and or wagons and carts if we don't all want a horse or know how to ride. Um, John. Would Harris riding have been part of Geist training? Because it definitely would have been wouldn't have been part of backstory training. Not really, no. I can make an effort. I think a couple of horses and a cart would probably be a good investment for the company as a whole. That was my thoughts as well. Um, Wrong. That's... Animal handling's a minus one, so I'm really good with that. I'm lower though. It's faster than walking. Yes. Yeah. I think we. Yeah, still... we should absolutely get a cart or something. I'm just not the most proficient rider. Yeah. Yes. A couple of strong horses, a cart, and we'll make it there in I two want days. To say for game master two days. Yeah, two days. So four day round trip. Be back just in time. Right. Seems to be our best bet. Uh, are we renting the cart or? Purchasing it. I have enough to uh, purchase uh, myself. Uh, I could cover this cost, um, but I we can also rent it. It's uh, an option. I mean, there was the talk of the investment and possibly having it actually in our possession on a permanent basis might be wise. I'm fine with that as long as it doesn't drain our resources such that we're going to be scrambling for rent at the end of the month. Well, Are we going I, for strong uh, horses or fast horses? That's the question. Strong, strong horses generally is better because you can go further. Riding All right. Horses, uh, we're, not so pulling carts. Currently, we're 35 gold short of 
monthly can, rent and we're halfway through the month i can finish the rest of that i we got 50 out of the job right so yeah. i'll i put 35 in it covers the rest of it well we're, well, we're set on rent for the month um all right i will go let the um let the weaveborn academy know that we will take the job and the rest can to view can sort out transit transit and if you want, you can give that money to Cathian and he'll make sure that it gets paid on time. Yeah, Valdez will, will gather up the, the 210 gold and set it off and give it to Cathian. Oh, and Ariel, I restock the workshop. Wonderful. I will make sure... I restock this... the wine. I'll make sure this gets put to good use. Cathian yes, says. then some. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... Carolina, I think you've got us all set then. Hmm? All right. And as Carolina heads off to confirm the job, that's where we're going to end for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye. <laughs>